Good evening, everyone. My friends, how have your fasts been going so far? Hmm? It was easy for me because I stayed here inside the temple the whole day. <laughs> so it was very easy. My friends, uh, this morning, um, I was delighted. We had 410 people in the church. And um, yes, 100 of those are the school children, but still 410 and then, as is the custom for me as pastor, wherever I go, I spend the day in prayer inside the church, but I also um, impose ashes upon people uh, who will come in. So we were at 250 people throughout the day came in and prayed and had ashes put upon uh, their foreheads. And uh, these are wonderful. And it was wonderful because I got to see people that I have not seen in a while. And uh, one, because of COVID and those types of things, and um, one of them um, said, Father, um, I remember you gave a homily, and I said, oh, I give many. Oh, but Father, <laughs> uh, it was one about uh, St. Paul's second reading, and I said, I did, and it would be nice to hear that again, and I said, okay, and, uh, but I will not be at Mass this evening, that's why I'm here now. <laughs> So I laughed about that, but it was wonderful to, to be able to catch up with, uh, with this parishioner. And so my friends, then on Ash Wednesday, we started our, our annual observance of Lent. And in the Lenten, uh, the pillars of Lent for us, uh, which is really uh, always, but it's intensified during Lent, is almsgiving, fasting, and prayer. Uh, and there's an emphasis put upon them. And these disciplines help us spiritually to prepare for the Paschal festivities, for sure. And as I opened with, uh, officially Lent is 40 days, uh, but if you do your math, it's 46 because there are six Sundays, and Sundays are free days. Children, are you listening? It's free days. On Sundays, you can have candy. <laughs> Parents usually say, Father, shh, don't tell them that. But Sunday is a free day. My friends, um, as we then prepare for the Paschal festivities, however, uh, through them, the disciples call to turn away from sinful and selfish ways and to turn toward our Lord. Certainly, it is a call to consider our dignity as Christians. Mother Church teaches us how to live the dignified life as a Christian. Our second reading, then, for Ash Wednesday is St. Paul's second letter to the Corinthians. And uh, there he says the disciples are to live as ambassadors for Christ. God, as it were, appealing through us, quote, there is a dignity given the office of ambassador. In the secular sense, a government confers honor on an individual whom it appoints its ambassador to a foreign country. The person is the representative of his homeland in the land to which they are accredited. The function of the ambassador is to protect and advance, as it were, the interests of his or her country in that other land. The person acts in the name of the person's leader. Of course, such an ambassador would seek out peace and harmony with that other country. With this in mind, the ambassador of Christ, the St. Paul, uh, from his reading today, 
also has a great dignity conferred through baptism and confirmation. For this reason, the baptized act in the name of Christ and can perform acts of charity and peace and forgiveness in our leader's name, Jesus. In a way, on Ash Wednesday, when we are marked with the sign of the cross in ashes, we are reminded that during our life on earth, we are dwelling in a foreign land. For our true country is that of God, the kingdom of God. The cross of Christ reminds us of our role as ambassadors. To carry his cross, to do this daily. My friends, it is not a badge of shame, but one that is of great dignity. To carry his cross dignifies us as his disciples. As his ambassadors, we are to advance the kingdom of God on earth. It is the teaching of the Second Vatican Council that we, the disciples today, are to remind others about God, about his love, about his justice, and about his mercy. We are to remind others of his goodness. As ambassadors of Christ, we should remind others of our leader. The disciplines of almsgiving, prayer, and fasting are the fulfillment of the ambassador of Christ. Of course, these tasks are not alone, only done in Lent, but always, really. These works are a lifetime expression of our ambassadorship. We should understand that almsgiving or charity is a sign to others of the Lord's goodness. In charity, we share with others the blessings that we have received then from God. The discipline of fasting is a sign of God's forgiveness. By fasting, we, as the Lord's forgiveness of our sins, we receive that from what happened on Calvary. And at the same time, we are to remind others that God does indeed forgive repentant sinners. Prayer calls to mind the very presence of God and our conversations with him. Friends, I was reading uh, a commentary on uh, St. Paul's letter to the Hebrews, and um, the commentary, uh, the person writing it said, you know, now that I've reflected on this letter, it's not a letter at all, but a homily. And it begins with, the homeless begins with saying, God desires to be in a conversation and he always has from the beginning. And you have a conversation with someone that you are in relationship with. So he said, even in a deeper way, from the beginning, God has desired only to have a relationship with you. So prayer then is our conversation with God who is present to all who will call upon him. Ambassadors for Christ are to promote the kingdom of God always. St. Paul describes this aspect of our role as 
God, as it were, appealing through us. God uses us to sanctify the world. The Second Vatican Council pointed out that the world is to be sanctified in its secular aspects. As such, moments are not confined only within the walls of our church then, or at Mass, or at prayer only. We are the means by which the grace of God is inserted to every aspect of human activity and life. As ambassadors of Christ, we are to plead his cause to everyone and anywhere we are. And please understand this with no ambiguity, that we are to exert influence in this world, in its political realm, in its economic realm, and in the social realm also. That is all of human society. We do this always keeping in mind of the great dignity of every human person. And we do what we can to make it possible for others to know this dignity that they have received from the Father in Christ. To pray and to practice the virtues of heaven with everyone we encounter. So let our Lenten practices advance then the kingdom of God on earth. Fasting reminds us and others that there is more than just the things of this world. There is the glory of heaven. Charity prepares souls then for the perfect unending love of the kingdom of heaven and our God. And finally, prayer anticipates on earth the wondrous work of heaven, the praise and the glorification of God. The sign of the cross that will be traced in ash on your foreheads on Ash Wednesday is not a badge of shame, but it is a sign of the dignity you have in Christ now. Thus, it was a renewal of our assignment as ambassadors for Christ. In the words of St. Paul, we are ambassadors for Christ. God, as it were, appealing through us. So I encourage you then, be good ambassadors. Be good ambassadors for Christ. Speak of his mercy and his love and his forgiveness and his justice and the greatness of God to others. My friends, I encourage you to pray for peace throughout the world, but to pray for peace now for Ukraine. Pray for peace. We see what a world that is bent on revenge and things, the brutality of that, now made visible. So we pray. I encourage you to let your elected officials know 
and that that brutality there must end. You are ambassadors of your leader, Jesus Christ. Speak. You're going to be silent. But speak with love. Speak with charity of heart. But speak firmly. Hmm? And we pray and we will offer our almsgiving and our fasting for peace, for restoration, for justice to be served also. Then, of course, he sends in the one lady. Father, do you remember when you spoke about that time about us being ambassadors? <laughs> I'm like, there it is. Sometimes the Holy Spirit speaks through people, just as, as I said. My friends, though, we, uh, to watch the brutality unfold, the madness, about revenge of one country against another is a great sadness. Great sadness. But as we watch that unfold, I see the courage and the faith and the hope of those people. And the hope they're putting in the rest of the world to take a stand also with them. And your friends in Christ, uh, uh, in the bulletin and on our website, we'll have a list of all the Lenten uh, prayers and liturgies we'll be having. Uh, there'll be plenty. And uh, uh, we understand Christ when he said, you know, do not be like those who pray wherever was the sea. Uh, but, uh, and what he's talking about is you must have your personal relationship with him. You must have your personal prayer. Uh, but even our Lord went to the temple to pray together. So I encourage you, when you read the gospel, to understand what that means and to come together. Uh, on Thursday evening, we'll have evening vespers here on Tuesday, Stations of the Cross, uh, Mass Wednesday, Thursday, and Friday. So there are many opportunities to come together as a community. And as we heard St. Paul say, then be ambassadors of Christ, appealing as God going through you. So, my friends, uh, please come together. I implore you and I beg you to pray and appeal to God to send his peace uh, to Ukraine and to uphold uh, the people there, to strengthen their faith. And, um, and we do what we need to pray and to make our appeal to the world for the people of that country are counting on us also to stand with them.